Wow. Yeah. It was really That's cool. That like my high school was basically just like Archie comics. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> we were there was always like 50s music with horns like blasting in the background. Anytime something exciting happened. Wow. And uh everybody was driving cars without any tops. Uh wait, you know, like half naked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah half naked half naked wow <laughs> like like nobody was dressed yeah. I, yeah i went to school in a nudist colony i didn't know if i told you that <laughs> wait uh, i went to the same school yeah but things changed quite a bit by the time i got there <laughs> I came prepared with quotes today. Wow. I hope you yeah. came prepared with some questions. too. <laughs> yes, I did. Um, I mean, I, I didn't write any down, <laughs> but <laughs> um, I uh, know what I'm going to ask Andrew. So mm, I, uh, based, I can, I can, uh, I, I know Andrew enough to where I feel comfortable enough to uh, be like, Hey, Andrew, um, I don't, I don't have any questions for you. Nice. And then we'll see what he says. How about that? Yeah. Should we let people listening know what the hell we're talking about? Yes, we should, by the way. So uh, <laughs> what we are talking about here. Well, first of all, how about this? Yeah. Uh, welcome to Accelerative Thrust, the podcast. I'm Dan. Oh, and I'm Eric. And uh, today we're going to be talking to Andrew Stewart Klein, mm-hmm. who also goes by um, Stu Klein. And I'm not sure what his preference is going to be but uh we'll find that out here in a little bit and um so andrew stewart klein is a musician from the quad cities i think for the most part he plays keyboards and does electronics Hmm. things like that he might play something else uh but he's been in a number of bands and uh looking at the list of bands that he sent us Mm -hmm. i'm actually shocked at how many of them i've actually seen Oh, that's and cool. I actually had no idea that Andrew was in most of them. Uh, cool. Mia, for example, which is, um, that is uh, JT uh, from who now owns the Gems label and is also part of the White Bats, mm. uh, who was in uh, the band Humans. Do you remember I Humans, I love Eric? White Bats. Yeah, White Bats. He's, he's the main, him and another guy. Yeah, they're, they're just so like, great. They are. They're fantastic. And uh, Miha was the continuation of Humans, um, which Humans had our friend Noah that Mm -hmm. um, we've never had on the show, but maybe we will one day. (laughs) Um, (laughs) uh, But he plays bass in a seeth Uh along Brian, who we have had on the show, Brian Barr. It's almost and, like we purposely didn't ask Noah to be on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> For some reason. Who knows why it is? J.K. Um, guys. J.K. J.K. Yes, J.K. Rowalooing. I'm, ju- I'm just K. Just K. Just K. Uh, I like that. Just K. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I just figured out my rap name. Just K. It's like a Kafka re- reference, right? Is it? Isn't his name K in, um, at least in the trial? 
Anyway. Uh, could be. I don't remember. I, I remember reading the metamorphosis as an assignment in mm. English class. And gosh, I want to say it was yeah. ninth grade or something, but I don't remember much about it other than I remember it being a very interesting, freaky sort of story. Yeah. I read it more as like an instruction manual of how to uh, not be a bug. Because <laughs> I had, at one point in my life, I turned into a bug on accident. Oh, and then I, wow. Then I, yeah. And then I heard of that book. And I was like, wow, this sounds like it could really help me. So it helped you turn back mm. into a human? Yes. I mean, okay. as much as I am. Yeah. We well, are been, getting off topic again. <laughs> well, yeah, but I before I before we continue to uh, uh-huh. get back on topic, yeah, uh, allow me to delve further into the abyss of off topicness uh-huh. uh, a little bit further. Okay, I have been developing wings. Should oh. I be concerned? I I don't know. I, See, I mean, like, do you, do you want wings? Well. It's fun to fly. Well, and I'm learning I just let it go. Okay. Yeah. Like that. I listen to that Tom Petty song. Yeah. Whenever, I, whenever I'm learning how to fly. But you sort of have wings. I sort right? of have wings. Yeah. Yeah. I crashed a few times. <laughs> yeah. 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 I forgot about that part. So you were free falling. I was free falling. Yes, exactly. Into the great wide open. Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right. What, okay. what other what other bands has Scoop been in? <laughs> he was in um uh Ice Hockey, which was oh. a fantastic hardcore yeah. band. Um I don't remember what he must have I'm gonna have to talk with him about that because uh yeah. I wonder if he joined later after I saw him or if he was always in it. Cause I honestly do not remember them ever having a keyboardist unless he plays something else. Um, and huh. I just, I probably didn't know him at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, Elliot Bay towers. I'm not mm-hmm. sure what that is. Never mm-hmm. heard of them. Ronan. I've heard of, I don't know who that is. Giallo's is awesome. They're still around. He must not be in them anymore. Uh, and then it also says that he's roadied and teched for Del Rockford, who is a Illinois legend. We're going to have mm. to talk to him about Del Rockford a little bit. He is a current currently in uh, his own uh, solo project, Blurge, which mm-hmm. used to be called Aqualife, which are both amazing. If anyone has mm. uh, not checked them out, I highly recommend it. And he's also in Mountain Swallower, which is... Mm-hmm. Got another great friend of mine, uh, Steve Mall, which I think we've talked about him before. Uh, you've mm. never met Steve Mall before, have you? Eric? I don't think so. Uh-uh. He's the drummer of Mountain Swallower, and he's also the main uh, guy behind Grandfather Confusion, who oh. uh, Andrew listed as his favorite favorite uh, yeah. his favorite QC band, which is pretty damn close to mine, if not mine as well. <laughs> yeah, I just um, listened to it a little bit today and prep. For the interview, it's yes. really cool. Yes, real Steve is a, strange. Yeah, Steve, Steve is a very um, awesome, awesome dude. Uh, very yeah. musically skilled. Uh, we talked about him a little bit on the John Burns episode a oh, while back, and uh, okay. he's going to be dropping an EP soon as well. And mm. so I'm uh, excited for that. But yes, nice. we are here to talk about Glurge and Andrew Stewart Klein and. Uh, so um well he's here 
Is he on? He's knocking at our door. He is knocking at our door. Well, let's answer that door. All right. Did I do it right? Yeah, I think so. Uh, you can uh, hear me. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yes. Well, cool. Well, right. Thanks for having me. Oh, absolutely. Hey, do you prefer to go by Stu or Andrew, or does it make a difference? Uh, yeah, I like Stu these days. Okay. I mean, and, like, they're, they're both, like, my real name, so it doesn't matter. But, like, yeah, everyone just calls me Stu. Stu nice. is it. So, Stu, we uh, we met several times. Um, and, in fact, I was just telling Eric that uh, I'm looking at the list of bands that you've played in. Um, mm -hmm. And to be honest with you, the memory is kind of shot a little bit. But I've seen pretty much every band you've been in except Elliott Bay Towers. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's, um, yeah. Me and Lucas Burns, uh, have our, yeah, it's like a chaotic, uh, theatrical noise project. <laughs> that sounds great. <laughs> it's it, it more, yeah, it's more performance art than, uh, anything, but it's, yeah, it's just fun. We basically just like get tape recorders. Like we, we have a lot of four track tape recorders and, hmm. And then we like, I don't know. The, the sound is kind of secondary to the to the concept of whatever the, we're doing that night. Like we had one show uh, where we were like tape or like tied together in chairs, like back to back, like in uh, <laughs> Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Because we were like we were like bound to each other uh, and we were blindfolded and just like manipulating. We both had this Brian Eno cassette and we were both running them backwards. <laughs> so we were like doing, just like making, like using the same source material. Just like, uh, do, it sounds horrible. Uh, <laughs> like unlistenable. But um, like, and we had, uh, we we had like, a live feed of our show being like projected. On, it was at Rostock. So it had the, uh, mm -hmm. the projector behind us. So we, it was being screened on the projector. And then, uh, as at a certain point we like escaped and then I grabbed the camera and I was still like, it was still like live streaming us at the Rostocks, but we like both sprinted <laughs> to the bus station <laughs> like four blocks away. Nice. <laughs> and we're like, all right, hey, we made it. We're we're really at Bay Towers. Good night. And then, but like, no one turned off the tape recorders. So. <laughs> wow. We were just like slowly walking back. And they're like, that you're still like, on. That sounds like an experience, man. I wish I would have. I wish I would have caught that. How long ago was that? Oh gosh, that was three or four. It was at one of those um uh, weird weird town. Oh weird yeah, town, right. Hmm. Yes, weird town. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah, 2018 or 19. Oh okay, uh, so. Yeah, the uh, yeah that performance is still archived on our uh, our Facebook page. So I may have to check that out. Yeah, I didn't actually. That sounds amazing. I actually didn't. Uh, looking at the other bands you were in, Stu, like I didn't. I totally forgot that you were in Miha and Ice Hockey. Yeah, those are both. I joined well after those bands had been formed. But yeah, I mean, yeah, I. I think we, I think we played with disgruntled noise box one oh, I'm time. Sorry about that. <laughs> oh, that that's one of my favorite quad city. Or I don't know, Muscatine doesn't like being lumped in with quad city sometimes. Oh, we but, don't yeah. care. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'm calling. I'm 
considering him one of my favorite, yeah, QC bands. Yeah, it it's hilarious because um, Closet Witch gets it from all angles. Like people literally don't know where they're from. Yeah, and <laughs> my favorite so, Iowa City band. Yeah, my favorite Iowa City. Band. I guess they got labeled as like a New York band at one time or something wow. by somebody. I'd be happy to be lumped in with anyone, really. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. One time, Isaki, we were doing a show in uh, it was it Boise, mm-hmm. and uh, we like read the flyer, and they're like Canada band Ice Hockey. <laughs> <laughs> we were like, How did that happen? And then we like finally pieced it together that we just had been telling people that we're like based out of the QC. And they just oh, assumed Quebec. that that was yeah. Quebec. Yeah, oh, right. That makes sense. <laughs> they're, oh, they're obviously they're hockey aficionados. Right. Quebec, yeah. yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> Ice hockey, QC. I get it. Wow, that's freaking awesome. They were working then, overtime to make that flyer. <laughs> <laughs> Do their like, research. Should we like, should we, like <laughs> go to their Facebook page at all? <laughs> no, I got it. It's so obvious. So. Then you're currently, of course, in Glurge. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, that's that's pretty much your solo project, just like Aqualife, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I am the I it's just, I I like I don't like saying it's like it's a band. I I can I like just saying band. Mm-hmm. Everyone sure. wants to be in a band, no one wants to be in a project. <laughs> that's true. It's <laughs> too long of a word yeah like you just i mean seriously like when people are just like dude yeah. there's a there's five projects playing tonight like, it just doesn't yeah. sound right you know what i mean like oh really yeah. five Those projects guys- five bucks <laughs> yeah I mean, it just sounds like a i don't know you're doing a science experiment or something which i mean honestly some of your music sounds like that to me Stu. yeah yeah you're right in a but really think, yeah. really good way Oh, thank you. It's yeah. like, Absolutely. I, I do like the Alan Parsons project a lot, though. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's yeah. your favorite project. Never thought he'd meet anyone like Virgil. You're a good little chimp. Uh, Stu, what, uh, how did you, uh, what led to the formation or just the idea, I guess, of, <laughs> I'm going to say that word again, project. <laughs> um, <laughs> So like Aqualife, you kind of did that for a few years and then it switched over to Glurge, which so is Glurge basically like a continuation of, is it pretty much just Aqualife uh, with a name change or is it heading in, into a different idea or concepts or, um, um, and what's kind of the history of you as a solo artist or having this solo uh, band? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um... <laughs> Yeah, no, project makes more sense, I guess. Yeah, no, Glurge is Aqualife. It's just the same thing. Just I didn't I got sick of saying Aqualife. Because mm-hmm. I it I don't know. It's a I I took that name from uh from the a song by this Japanese band called P Model, this like new wave band. And it like I think it looks good on paper, but I just thought I didn't like saying it. And then I I noticed I do like saying glurge. Yeah. Yeah, and I said so, that I, makes you know, sense. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, yeah, it's yeah, honestly, yeah, it's just the phono aesthetic. Glurge is a really like, great name. Glurge, yeah. Glurge. I I'm really happy with Glurge. Well, cause yeah, I had the idea to like 
switch it to Glurge a few months ago. I'm like, oh, there's probably already a band called Glurge because I've been <laughs> burnt by that Facebook mm-hmm. search. Oh, sure. Yeah, band, coolname.bandcamp.com. And like, ah, bummer. But yeah, <laughs> no one's ever had a band called Glurge as far as I could tell. Wow. That's sweet. Well, you know what? There is another band called Aqualife. Oh, oh is there? I think so. Because I looked it up on Spotify <laughs> and uh, there was another Aqualife. Now, I don't know. Were you ever on Spotify? No. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, Aqualife came up. It said Aqualife Artist. That's and weird. so there apparently is another aqua life. So <laughs> yeah, they don't even have a picture. So I can't even comment on how, yeah, much I don't, I don't even, they think look they like have. assholes. <laughs> Wait, so... <laughs> I'm just against them. You know, you're against Take aqua ass aqua lives. That's what I yeah. say. <laughs> yeah. There needs to be like a real one. Yeah. When I was like, yeah, looking up like aqua life on, when I like seven years ago, when I made that page, it was like there's like a I think like a Russian bottled water called Aqualife. And there's like a lot of aquariums. <laughs> I feel like aquarium stores. I love the fact that Grandfather Confusion is your favorite Quad Cities area band. Oh uh, yeah, and not just because. Well, I mean, is I uh, Steve let me play keys in that in several iterations of that band, which sure, is cool. sure, yeah, because I just. Yeah, those albums are all great. And he's like doing a reissue. Uh, yeah. yeah, like a physical physical reissues of all those albums. All of his old ones? Yeah, yeah. Even oh, the sweet. ones from like 12 years ago. So I'm like, yeah, I'm way excited about that. Because he gave me a burnt copy of the first one. And then I like, you know, I don't take care of CD. So I never actually got to listen to it. Yeah. <laughs> I just like tossed it in the back seat and it got scratched up immediately. You know, it's funny. Uh, the first time that I uh, met Steve, he played some festival with that DMB played. I don't know. This is probably 2008, maybe. Oh, okay. And uh, he played with Comfort. And, you know, I actually interviewed Steve on the YouTube channel a long time ago, like years ago, before Eric and I started the podcast. And uh, it's funny because uh, the first question I asked him was like, I think I saw you playing bass in comfort. And he was like, I'm a drummer. I'm like, no. <laughs> you blew <laughs> like, it. Sorry about that. You blew, you blew it. it. You blew it. I mean, but- he might have like, yeah, he, he plays instruments. Yeah. That grandfather confusion. I just checked out today for the first time. I mean, it looks like I've only had about 12 years to, to catch up. But <laughs> it was, it yeah, was no, really cool. Yeah. No confusion. Um, that album from 2014. Uh-huh. But back. Man, that rips. It really does. Nice. My favorite song of his is Ride Ride With Me Space Child off that. Oh, yeah. What is it? Livid Vivid or something like that? Yeah, there's yeah. a whole bunch of stuff out there for sure. Have you, are you from the Quad Cities? Um, I'm from outside the, I mean, yeah, I can, sure. <laughs> I, I'm from <laughs> Oregon, which is like 15 miles south of Moline. Oh, okay. So, but I like, you know, I work and socialize in the, quad cities so how did you get involved in the in the music scene around there well i started i went to blackhawk for like three months of community college and then i dropped out but like it was just the right time because like you know steve and garen and ian both ians that i know were going there and it started they're like hey you should come see my band and then i was <laughs> like okay and I started going to like these screamo shows i'm like i don't know if i'm <laughs> yeah i'd never listened to that kind of music before 
Right. <laughs> What's going on? But yeah, no, that's how I started going to shows and I've just been doing that. Sure. So, uh, well, how did you get, how did you get started in music in general? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I just like <laughs> had a cat to you. I'm sitting next to it actually. Yeah. This, uh, Radio Shack concert made piano. Uh, yeah, it's got, you know, <laughs> it's got knobs on it. But <laughs> knobs are cool. I like disco things. one, you know, one of those. Oh, I love disco one. Ones. I really yeah. do. Just like the presets, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, just like, yeah, just like dinking around with that thing, just like teaching myself how to play chords and stuff. And mm-hmm. I, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it was so you're pretty much self, a self-taught musician? Yeah, basically. Yeah, I, I should have been taught by someone better, but... If, <laughs> <laughs> well, I yeah. I think that's awesome, though, because, you know, listening to Glurge and listening to Aqualife, you seem to have, like, kind of a... at, at least an appreciation for things that are out of the ordinary, because, I mean, I would definitely describe that sound that you're getting from those projects sort of out of the ordinary and maybe the fact that you're self-taught uh, kind of do you think that maybe helped you kind of uh come up yeah. you know have an interest in unconventional means of making and listening to music yeah i don't know maybe it's just i don't respond well to lessons or something mm-hmm. sure. <laughs> i sucked at school but uh yeah i don't yeah i just like well because like you know i took drum lesson i took a few years of, of drums at West music and yeah, uh, Terry there got me into like cool, like jazz fusion stuff, weather yeah. report and that kind of stuff. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It's just, just trying to listen to anything that doesn't just go from the one to the four and, you know, back yeah. and forth forever. Yeah. yeah. So Dan and I were talking, he thought that you mostly did um, keyboards and electronics. Is that, accurate or do you play other things or or what yeah i mean i like you know i i play them i wouldn't consider myself like a a drummer or like a guitarist or anything but i like play drums and guitars you know mm-hmm. like right but yeah cause like it's just fun i think putting pedals and stuff like i can i i can't i can't solo i can't shred or anything on either of those instruments but just like enough to make a passable demo or whatever I think that was that that was that was the whole idea. It was just to like, oh, I'll play these songs by myself until I get a band going. And oh. then I just like never got the band going. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I thought the guitar work was awesome on the Courage oh, EP. Yeah. I a lot of it, I remember when we did the review, uh I even compared one of the solos to um Snake Finger and uh yeah. I I don't know. I still stand by it. It was it was some wild ass guitar playing on there. <laughs> yeah, well, that's funny. It's funny that you said that because that's the yeah that's the third Snake Finger comparison I've gotten. Wow. This year. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I, I could definitely. There. <laughs> I think no. That def, like I'm yeah definitely flattered by that. That rules. Yeah, I like that guy rules. <laughs> uh, who are some of your influences that really got you into like? sort of uh the sounds that you're making are just in music in general um definitely well so like yeah with like the the first aqua life album i guess the only one uh and this like uh this heat that british post-punk band from the 80s oh sure 
Yeah, like that, that probably, I mean, definitely top five biggest influence. Um, I don't know. Have you ever listened to Cardiacs? Yes, the Cardiacs are amazing. Have you ever heard them, Eric? No, I have not. No. Oh, man. Yeah. Where should I, I start? Uh, uh, I'm not really sure, actually. <laughs> this is a music <laughs> podcast, so let's... It is. <laughs> I, I, I don't know the names of the albums. Yeah. Oh, so... shit, I accidentally clicked on the Cardigans. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> First band on the moon. <laughs> Baby, day that you... I don't know. Is that them? Yes. Say that <laughs> yes. you love. Man. Oh, yeah. yeah. I kind of like that one. Yeah, yeah. That one was good. But yeah, no, Cardiac, start with uh, do um the Seaside from 1984. Okay. That album, yeah, it's... He's like, yeah, Tim Smith, the guy who, like, wrote on saying all those songs he's just like a he's dead now but um like yeah just like one of the most like out there compositionally it's like zappa yep. mixed with like magazine or yep. genesis yep. Mm. yeah it's basically it's like, like an even more insane you remember that no means no album that we reviewed a while back yep um, it's like a way more have you ever heard no means no andrew i've heard people call them like the canadian cardiacs kind oh. of i would say cardiacs are even more insane than no means no which is like yeah. really hard to do <laughs> yeah, you would love yeah. america you would love okay. the cardiacs i'm in so are most of your influences then post-punk or no wave yeah that's yeah i i got into that through um just like prog like mm -hmm. I, I used to just mainly listen to prog rock, you know, like yes and King Crimson. King Crimson's another huge one. Mm -hmm. I can just, hear that uh, for sure. But yeah, and just like you know, you when you're like eighteen or nineteen, just like staying up till four a.m. listening to prog music on YouTube <laughs> and just like clicking links and just like going deeper and deeper. And that's how I found Cardiacs, yeah. and then. That's actually that's where the post punk because I never like listened to that kind of music that nice. or like really gave much credence to new wave uh, magazine. Um, mm -hmm. Oh, and Todd Rundgren too. Mm -hmm. He's mm -hmm. he's kind of like he's not post punk at all, but yeah, just like weird poppy prog. Had a couple more questions about the the Glurge EP because I was this is gonna sound weird, but I was really uh, taken by it. Like I really loved it. I oh, thank you. I, I think that the uh, review we gave, I was pretty gushing about it, but um, I, that hasn't subsided. Like I still think oh, it's cool. truly amazing. And the funny thing is to hear kind of what you're referencing as influences. Those things seem like a little more um, wild. No, I, I, we can yeah. go with wild. So, but with the the EP, I. I compared it to a lot of things that were a lot calmer, like um, I don't know, cigarettes after sex. I don't know if you listen to them. Yeah. Okay. Um, or cluster even, which I guess plays into the post-punk elements of it, but it, it seemed um, a little more subdued uh, than some of the influences you've mentioned. Is that, is that sort of on purpose or did it just end up that way because of yeah. how it was constructed or what? Yeah, it probably was. I, it was probably both. I, I was trying to do something like I don't know, co cooler. I guess. Like mm -hmm. I mean, like in right. the bluer. I guess. Right. Yeah. It was like sure. that Aqualife thing. It was just the the way that we recorded that Aqualife album was like 
we we would get get into the studio like once or twice like every two months or something and it was all on tape and i didn't really have a chance to like um like listen back or like whatever you call it uh like take notes or like dailies Mm -hmm. or whatever yeah so so it's just kind of like essentially like making it up as we went along not i mean the songs were all yeah the arrangements could have been a little cooler Mm -hmm. i mean like yeah but um yeah so with this one it was all just like self-contained it was just on one cassette that i made the backing tracks within like two hours one night at like two in the morning which also helped was that i recorded it mostly in the late hours over the course of a week the they were all based on little loops so there's not Mm -hmm. you can't really deviate from that right i mean you could but i didn't (laughs) yeah but that sort of adds um like it adds an element of um sort of like a meditative element to it if that makes any sense yeah no i yeah i totally get that because i mean i i didn't i didn't plan to like make any of these into songs really because i was just like goofing around with a microphone like mm-hmm. oh that's how i made all those the beats was just, i would just kind of go like mm-hmm. or whatever and then something like that and then just like go ah you know, better than that but uh <laughs> <laughs> just build these like chords yeah and then I, I would just like sit and like listen to them and i would kind of like just like record them for three and a half minutes and like oh yeah wait maybe i can make that into a song eventually and just like writing around that yeah. So you said it was on cassette. Was it like a four track? Yeah. This like Fostex. I was also, yeah, also just like testing out this Fostex that I got from Goodwill or shopgoodwill.com. Right. Cause it wasn't, it was broken when I got it, but then I tried another power supply and it was like working fine. Nice. Uh, yeah. So it was just like making sure that this thing works and it kind of doesn't, but. Right. <laughs> but it works for that. Yeah. 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 And so, did that sort of add to the? Because it, I don't. Here's the thing: like with the saying something's lo-fi, a lot of times that can almost have negative connotations. But yeah. So, I usually try to find other words like washy or you know, fuzzy or things like that. But yeah, do you think that added to that kind of atmosphere? The fact that it's on cassette. Yeah. Totally. And this one, I was like like very trying not to uh i've made sure not to do any more than four tracks i was just trying to fit mm-hmm. as much as i could and like not be tempted with like oh i could add some you know more vocals digitally later on yeah, right during mixing or whatever i was like this is what it's gonna be and just like trying to cram as much as i could but yeah i think this is like the first time that i've recorded something on four track that i've been like really happy with how it sounded mm-hmm. and i think it's it's just because i didn't realize that i was supposed to turn the dolby off <laughs> for the last like seven years i've been recording music so wow. like yeah i think i i finally finally got it right so that means all the the pitch shifted vocals and stuff had to basically happen live right yeah really yeah so yeah it's just like yeah just like i ran a mic through um the high pass filter of an arp odyssey Mm -hmm. uh and then that through like what did i do like uh oh i had one of those pog things Uh a nano pog i've got yeah those 
uh, like Phonic God active generators. Mm -hmm. And then that through like, I used, oh, I was trying to do, um, yeah, I didn't want to put chorus on it, but I like took a delay pedal and like, just like put it as the lowest it would go to try to do like that artificial double tracking. Oh, sure. Mm -hmm. That like, yeah, they do it on like Beatles records. Mm -hmm. I was like trying to mimic that as much as possible. And then, yeah, it's just, I've got this, what is it called? The TC electronic hall of fame reverb. Uh -huh. And I think yeah. that that's the, that's the key to the whole, um, they've got, it's got this modulated reverb setting on it. And it's mm -hmm. that, very, yeah, that washy, um, that, right like yeah that's nice i like that was one song it sounds so much and i'm like oh it can do other stuff but i'm not gonna let right it. there you go yeah usually i ask about especially if someone does electronics like if they're kind of a soft soft synth person like a software person with a controller or if they actually like the hardware and the gear i can already kind of tell that you like the hardware and the gear so yeah <laughs> Mike, yeah, the my computer crashed while I was like trying to mix this one. Oh, <laughs> so, like, nice! <laughs> I had to figure it out. Yeah, I I I I mastered it on like like my dad's like desktop, mm. <laughs> like <laughs> um, like desktop PC with like the like the just like regular computer speakers. Nice. So I don't know. I don't actually know if it sounds good or not. I think it like, does. Yeah, I, I don't I mean, know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I like mixed it off the cassette onto like this, um, this like Tascam digital twenty-four track thing, mm -hmm. and then I just like took those two track files and like dumped it. I dumped it into Audacity. I really don't know what I'm doing. I could, I should have paid somebody <laughs> to, to master it, which I'm gonna definitely do next time. But because uh, I, well, I, yeah. I, I spent like a, I spent like four days just like. <laughs> like listening back and being like oh crap i this is too much low end it's like i i was using this like bluetooth speaker <laughs> as like if it sounds good on this then i'm good and it didn't for like four days <laughs> like, i mean got yeah. yeah you don't want to get stuck in the weeds on that kind of stuff though like we all have albums that we adore because the production's awesome but we have so many albums that we love production that is beyond questionable i don't like to say bad but you know yeah well yeah go moments where you're like why did they do that <laughs> absolutely yeah cardiacs i mean i i love i love the those compositions so much but they are like they sound very dated and mm. the just the they were using a lot especially the 80s ones a lot of drum triggers and oh, just yeah. like very strange, yeah, a lot of strange choices on mixing and mastering. Like they're very trebly. Um, <laughs> but I mean, like I don't, I don't care because I don't care if they sound like cool or whatever. Because that's obviously not what they were going for. Mm -hmm. It's just like the compositions are so cool. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah, you find that out when you get older. That a lot of those old like punk records and things like that. You didn't. You weren't listening to them for the way they sounded necessarily. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I'm not trying to get this stuff played at Taco Bell. No. Hey, uh, uh <laughs> I do have a question though for you, Andrew. Uh, well, yeah. excuse me, Stu. Sorry, I me I messed up your name, didn't I? Oh, it's my. They're both my name. It's cool. 
you just yeah. prefer Stu. Yeah, well, it's, yeah, there's so many, you know, Andrew was such a, like a popular name when I was born. So they're like, mm-hmm. you know, 50 Andrews for every Stu. So I'm like, I'm just going <laughs> to be. <laughs> Dude, that is the greatest philosophy. Uh, that's good. Oh, it's just, yeah, my last name's Klein. Everyone's just like saying it's Klein. Klein. <laughs> yeah, so it's like, I got to find like a mono, like a monosyllabic name that people will say, enjoy saying as much as Wow. Klein. Everybody you know, likes saying stew. So I'm like, seeing the pattern here stew, glurge, glurge. Yeah. Decisions yeah. are made being against other names. Like, I kind of like You're it. Right. For every aqua life, there's a mil- there's one stew. Or yeah, there are glurge. like because there are like fifty aqua lives. Oh, you're right. Fifty aqua lives. There's one glurge. <laughs> we cracked the case. So, uh, you want to talk a little bit about your relationship with the legendary Del Rockford? Oh yeah, absolutely. Because so, I mean, yeah, because you guys probably know all about Del. I don't. I'll, I'll oh, need okay. a. I'll need some info on this. Well, so, I know okay, about just... Del the Funky Homo Sapien. Oh, okay. I don't know. Yeah, I feel it's like one of those things, like I just assumed everybody, especially just like music people, but like, yeah, Del Rockford, uh, you, you know, he was in the 80s, uh, like jangle pop band, 10 Drowning Street. Then he hmm. came to America and did Walters Incorporated in the 90s. And then he mm-hmm. did a solo thing. Uh, and then he got, he got like, uh, well, bought like uh, his contract he was on uh what's it called cobbler scope records hmm. and his yeah his manager what's the dude's name rib cobbler the president like he they got into an argument and he just like that makes me hungry pull- too yeah but yeah i mean hung- i i'm more hungry for justice because this dude <laughs> He like he's like I'm pulling all your records. We're deleting them. We're pulling them out of oh, print. We're never geez. pressing them again. Oh my god! Yeah, so yeah, pulling them out from streaming. You're done. He's like you're, he's like you're done. And like wait, this so, was in the eighties. This was in the early two thousands. Early two thousands. Oh, wow. And so oh. I I had I had seen Del Rockford a few times. He performing at Cornerstone, two thousand eight. <laughs> which I think was the year that Reliant K's piano caught on fire. Whoa. Uh, I remember so, that. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I've, so I've been a fan since I was, you know, like 15 or 16. Um, but like, yeah, he, he just like, his career was ruined for years. And then all of a sudden, like, I'm like, Hey, do you want to do this show? Do you want to do a house show? And I like got, I actually got, cause he lives in Naperville now. I so um, I got like my hero Del Rockford like booked on a show, and yeah, and now he's because like, you know that's the beauty of DIY. You can't like get your, you know, filthy corporate fingers all over. You can't stop Del Rockford from just like going into a basement and playing his songs. Right, totally. Sure. Yeah, you mean yeah, ASCAP and BMI they've got their tentacles all over the place but yeah yeah the di so dell's doing the diy thing now he's been able to play his songs and like slowly we're actually being able to buy back some of the rights to his music wow and like trying to get it like a catalog together so i've been doing that and like doing road crew for him me and me and alex walters mm-hmm. uh have been doing that no Doesn't relation have a manager by the name of jerry ass also yeah 
Yeah, Jerry S is manager and producer for a long time. Yeah, they were in uh, Walters Incorporated when they did that song, uh, The Month of Walters Halloween. Oh, yes, mm. yes. Yes, yeah, so like that's, yeah, I mean, that's like one of his biggest hits. But yeah, he's, yeah, Jerry S, yeah, one of my keyboard influences for sure. Okay. Just the way so. he like uses synthesizers. Sure. Wow. Yeah. I'm going to have to and check so, like, out this legendary Del Rockford sometime. Yeah, it looks yeah, like I there's mean, a couple things good, on Bandcamp. Yeah, um, good luck, you know, because like, yeah, we we've been able to we've been able to sneak <clears throat> those onto Bandcamp uh-huh. without Cobbler Scope Records because that's still around, and mm. they're still trying to put them down any way they can. Well, maybe we should edit that out since you know the reach of our podcast nope. is vast. <laughs> yes, yeah. we don't want to ruin anything. No, nah, you know what? But this is my message to to Rib Cobbler if he's listening. Game <laughs> on, man. Game on. Also, Game tell on. him that uh, it makes Dan hungry listening to his <laughs> Yeah. Can you I can you that. just oh, tell him that right now? Yeah, yeah. Hey, Rib, you're making Dan hungry. <laughs> yeah. All and right. One thing you don't want to do is make yeah, Dan I, hungry. Yeah, I, I do think that he'll listen then for sure. Yeah. I'm I'm just I'm trying to help you, Stu. Like, yeah, just don't tag him in this. <laughs> okay, <laughs> just like my small, small favorite ad. <laughs> I was thinking about it. Damn, all right. Like, if you think about it, a rib cobbler would be like a pot pie. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Wow. It's not a, it's not a sweet treat. It's a savory dish it's a savory yeah yeah savory well it could be can it be a treat if it's savory also i think ah, so right. yeah. I, don't, I, I don't know i'll concede to that <laughs> I don't have know. you given up eric on what no i'm really i'm just taking it all in uh, oh you're t- okay I'm, I'm just thinking about um i'm thinking about if you made uh a pie with rib meat mm-hmm. and a sweet barbecue sauce mm-hmm. i don't know yeah, I don't know. It sounds kind of good. <laughs> it does, doesn't it? it sounds almost like, like a treat. It does. It sounds like sounds like a big treat because there's like these meat pies, like they exist, you know. Yeah. And oh my like gosh. they serve them at restaurants mm. and stuff, like huge neon signs with dripping meat. And anyway, <laughs> let's go on. <laughs> the sign um, just says "meat pie" <laughs> inside. Dripping Nasty. meat. Yeah. All blinking. right. Um, Jesus. <laughs> so, are you going to? Uh, do you ever have any uh, plans on uh, making Glurge into a live incarnation at any point? Mm. Oh yeah, um, yeah. Pl- uh, plans are in the works or whatever. <laughs> the thing, the normal way to say that sentence would be, uh, yeah. We their arrangements are being prepared. Mm-hmm. Can you reveal um, any of those arrangements, or is it all a big secret? I don't know. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm just. I'm saying that yeah, the conversations have been had. Yeah. Um, yeah. Nothing has like nothing material has come yet, but and I so don't. You're wanna... thinking about thinking about it, kind of. Yeah, exactly. There's <laughs> there's a lot of talk and in, interest, 
And I nice. feel like the moment that I like get too specific, like that's when it crumbles. So I'm trying to <laughs> right. it. Like, oh yeah, I got these guys specifically. We'll do like one practice, and then it'll like fizzle out immediately. Uh, like, yeah, yeah sure. <laughs> well, I know that yeah. when I saw you with Aqualife, or as Aqualife, you were just a. At least when I saw you, it was just you, if I'm not mistaken, because that was at that yeah. New Year's Eve show a while oh, back. The um, one where Closet Witch uh, did a surprise set after the Condor Jaybird versus Mountain Swallower set, yeah. which was yeah, a really was fun, fun night. Yeah, it was really fun. A lot of crazy shit happened that night, too. But um, anyway, uh, it was just you. Uh, was that always how you performed with Aqualife? Was just you or did you ever have like a full band with Aqualife? Uh, I did. I did one show with with Steve. Mm -hmm. on drums steve from grandfather confusion and yeah uh he man we only had like four practices like a week before the show and he like we i was doing this one song that's like just like jumping around from like 11 8 to like you know just like crazy time signatures and just like this weird like punk thing mm -hmm. uh that I don't know why I thought like this will be the one that I'll show Steve first, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or, or like anybody. Like I I was the one who messed it up when we did it live, but yeah, he just like nailed it, and just like <sighs> within like four days of this show, and uh, yeah, but that's the only time I ever played with the band. I always like had in the back of my mind, all right, I'll get this guy and this guy and get you know, but mm -hmm. uh, yeah things yeah don't always happen sure yeah and that's that's always going to happen things aren't always going to happen <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's always going to happen yeah that's the only things thing that aren't. always happens yeah, yeah exactly some things, things just aren't happening happen. all the time things yeah. aren't happening all the time there we go that's the best way to put that <laughs> do you think you'll ever um perform live if i mean i I'm, i mean i guess i'm kind of you already kind of specified that you're not really sure like what what's going to happen with Glurge, but do you think you'll ever uh, maybe sometimes just do Glurge as just like a one man act live also, or do you think, yeah. uh, are, are you really, is this really something you're trying to pursue as a full band eventually? Yeah, I definitely want to do it as a band. I, I really, yeah, I, I only would ever do those solo Aqualife shows just out of necessity. Sure. Cause like, yeah, I mean, like i don't want to uh i never intended to be like a loop project because like the stuff mm -hmm. that i haven't released yet it's like just I, I i i it's not possible to do it with a loop pedal it's like because right. i mean like you know yeah as like cardiacs and you know todd rundgren mm -hmm. influence like it's just it's just constantly shifting and i think it's just also the problem mm -hmm. is like um yeah having some like trying trying to like force three or four other people to like learn these insane songs yeah they're because like they're uh, <laughs> it's i think it's just like yeah i don't want to like inflict that on anybody <laughs> sure <laughs> yeah. mental torture having to learn these <laughs> yeah but yeah yeah so but uh i think like yeah I think I could definitely do these, like this Glurge EP. I could probably do these songs live. 
Sure. It's just the matter. Yeah, I just want to, yeah, I would love to have a band with people. Do you think it's less stressful, like, um, joining an already established band, like you said you did with, like, Ice Hockey and now with Mountain Swallower versus, you know, creating something, like, of your own, like, you know, out, like, from scratch? Like, do you have, like, a, a preference of, like, or is it just two different things that you just like doing, but in different ways, or are they kind of similar approaches to you? Yeah. You know, yeah, it's absolutely easier to join an existing band. I don't think I've actually had like a band that I've started with. It's like, these are, Hey, let's get together and write some songs. It's always been like this. These are my songs or the, you know, someone else's songs and I'm learning them. And I, I really like, I really appreciate that. Because mm -hmm. sure. it's like, yeah, because I, I like having that sort of direction and like having somebody with like very clear, defined, specific things for me to mm -hmm. do instead of like, yeah, play something over this. No, not that, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, yeah, I, I like, yeah, I like playing other people's music. Cool, cool. So do you have, um, as far as Glurge goes, um, was the EP like, something that you felt like you needed to get out or is it sort of uh a preface to a full length or do you have plans of how it will continue or or what yeah so yeah I'm, i was actually yeah doing demos um earlier today for uh uh yeah i'm recording or yeah i'm working on writing a, a full length that mm -hmm. i hope will be out next year cool um yeah more yeah more i'm trying to do more of like a jazz thing <laughs> cool jazz jazz punk prog yeah are you gonna it'll, use it'll the fun. same uh same uh recording and sort of construction techniques or will no these be, I, yeah i'm gonna figure out how to use a computer for this one <laughs> cool because <laughs> yeah yeah i'm trying yeah it'd be cool because i did the first one yeah the first one was on on two two inch tape the, the second the ep is on cassette so yeah i might just try a new format every there you album go. vhs don't, yeah don't, don't count it out that's some nice I mean, tape right there you know <laughs> i i actually had planned to release the glitter gp on uh vhs so nice. <laughs> really <laughs> yeah you know uh, uh Jeff Carl, I believe, did a Croatians release, like a very yeah. limited Croatians release on DHS. Yeah, I nice. wish I had gotten one of those. I don't know why. I, didn't. I do too. I, I'm his <laughs> friend, and I didn't get one. I'm his friend, and I didn't get one. Too. I'm not his friend, and actually, I did get one. Oh, Eric, come on! You're his friend too. You just, you're his friend too. You know that if he would have had it, he would have given you one too. You know what? What? This is a message to Jeff Carl. Give us one. Yeah, Jeff, come yeah. on. Yeah, and I might not be as close to you as these guys, but I want one too. <laughs> yeah, give all three of us one. You know what? <laughs> when I get done recording this, I'm going to call him. I've That's got his so cell dope. phone. Mm. And I'm just going to be like, hey, why didn't you give me one? And he'll be like, what? And I'll be like, you know, you, you, know. Know. <laughs> you know, you know what you're talking about, what you left. And you also, know. why don't you want to be friends with Eric? You should ask him. Yeah, yeah, I should. I should ask him why you don't want to be friends with Eric and be like, Eric. He's nice. Whitaker, oh, don't, don't pretend like you don't know. 
Oh, wow. This really makes me angry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Jeff yeah. is somebody who's got really, really interesting, very specific tastes in a lot yeah. of things. And it's yeah. very, like, it's awesome the way that wow. he applies those to, you know, his own thing. It's also very awesome how you do that also, Stu. Yeah. Oh, thank you. To Glurge. And you too, Eric. Oh, wow. You too. Yeah, I'm gonna come. Wait, are you saying you too? I, I agree with that. You too. <laughs> you really, no, the edge absolutely redefined the use of delay. You too does this a lot, like. <laughs> also, you too redefined ways to release the album by forcing people to have it on their computer. Yeah, that's true. They like forced the VHS release into everybody's house. Yes. They just mail out VHS copies of their uh, new album. Wow. Um, I actually wanted to do that with a car. Like, could you imagine like forcing somebody to have like a built-in album in a new car? And the only <laughs> way that you could buy the new album is if you buy the car. <laughs> And that's the only uh, way you can listen to it also. Wow. Yeah. I thought about doing that. I thought about <laughs> releasing one of my albums as a car. <laughs> like that would be that would be the greatest format. I just yeah, it's difficult should. to carry those and set up a merch table for those though. Could you imagine? Like, yeah, it's, like it's like a car show. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well they had that, that, that Volkswagen. I don't know. They had that Volkswagen promotion like 15 years ago where it was like, you buy this Beetle, you get a guitar. What? <laughs> yeah. I don't remember that. Is that guitar super, super rare and valuable now? Yeah. Is that... It was like a, like a, a first stack guitar. Oh, shit. Like Actually, I, yeah, I love that first stack VW guitar. That's awesome. they had, and they had like John Mayer in the commercials and he's like playing it wow. like in through like the ox port that's awesome when was that how long ago was that oh that was like like 2008 uh, or 9 oh wow there were a lot of strange things happening then yeah wow mm -hmm. i know they use amplifiers in their uh, stereo systems but i didn't realize they were tube amplifiers <laughs> <laughs> You have to change your dudes in your car. Mm, oh, your man. tube washer fluid's out. I think it would be funny if somebody drives that into like Guitar Center. Yeah, I need my tubes changed. <laughs> yeah, you get your, like take it to your mechanic. Like, yeah, I need to be biased. It'd be funny if like the uh, the the, the your uh, mechanic is like need to go to Guitar Center for that. <laughs> But leave the uh, guitar. We'll we'll change the oil. Yeah, <laughs> yeah taking your Volkswagen <laughs> guitar to the mechanic. Like yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it comes, I thought it was part of the car. This is ridiculous. <laughs> oh. You gotta take that to a Volkswagen dealership. <laughs> oh my gosh. We lied about the diesel usage in my guitar. <laughs> I, I, we could keep going for hours about this. It's fantastic. We could. We could. We could. Okay. So, uh, Stu, I would like to thank you for coming on this show. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. Thank you for having me. This was a lot yeah. of fun. Well, I, I, I'd love to have you back sometime or 
see you at a show or something because I, I really want to talk about um synthesizers which i don't think we got into so oh yeah some other time <laughs> yeah definitely. absolutely yeah anytime nice Since time Since yes. time <laughs> yeah so um thanks for listening everybody yeah and, uh, yeah and check yeah. out delurge um yeah Stu, do you have any awesome. last words would you like to uh tell everybody where they can find your stuff at Oh, yeah, at my house or at glurge.bandcamp.com or facebook.com slash glurge. Yes. And also G-L-U-R-G-E. Yeah. Yeah. G-L-U-R-G-E. And also go back and check out Aqualife while you're at it. That's all on Bandcamp. And check out Mountain Swallower and all the other bands that we mentioned. Grandfather Confusion and Ice Hockey. Didn't Ice Hockey, didn't? They they just released like uh, their album or something on vinyl, like a reissue or something recently. Yeah, it got finally pressed on uh, vinyl on Larry Records, um, and I I didn't get one, so I don't, it's probably it probably sounds good, I'd sure. imagine. Yeah, I but would, yeah. My takeaway would... is give your friends copies of your stuff that you put out. Yes, right. Jeff. We all want copies. Yeah, Jeff. <laughs> Yeah. Give me my album back. <laughs> Jeff. <laughs> you talk to Larry, Jeff. <laughs> well, as usual, you can contact us on Facebook and Instagram. Um, wow. I guess that's it. All right. That's it. Have thanks a good day, night, you. or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, thanks for having me. Absolutely. All right. All right. All right. Bye, y'all. See you later. Have a good night. to be in a band no one wants to be in a project